Hello everybody, Rich Ramersa, East Rosebud Fly Shop here. Um, this is another East Rosebud Studios podcast. And I'd like to say hello to my, my co-host, my beloved co-host, Brandon Booty. What's up everyone, how you doing? You know, I think uh, I've got some good news as far as our podcast. I don't know if I've told you this, but the Nielsen ratings came in for Fly Fishing Podcasts and we have grown from six listeners to 10. So fucking give it up on that. I that's mean, huge that's growth. That's huge growth. I mean, to go from six sets of years to ten in just a month is I'm fucking rolling here, right? <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, well, and you know, for those of you out there, you know, the ten of you now, remember, I were only doing this for you to buy shit on my website. <laughs> Let's not lose focus of that. Focus of that, right? Yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 right. www.eastrosebudflyandtackle.com. Again, you know, that's that's pretty, you know, gregarious of me just coming out and saying that, right? I mean, you know, we're putting this on Instagram and Facebook, and, you know, there's folks around listening to it. You know, there's there's 10. <laughs> but, but I mean, well, that's why we're doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, if you're listening to any shit online, like I've said, man, they're, they're, they're doing it to sell you stuff. So anyway, so it's good to be back. Um, since our last podcast, I went out to Oregon. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I fished two days in Oregon, motherfucker. Nice. Well, it you know, it was beautiful. Water conditions were superb. But once again, I got my ass kicked fishing for Chinook. Any 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 luck at all? Uh, no, I we saw a couple. I mean, I caught one zombie and ended up you know hooking in, and then we're having maybe a twelve plus pound silver break off. But um, it was it was pretty much a bust. And and you know we 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 did a podcast um, sex sells a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. And um, I took my significant other on this trip with me. First trip trip ever with him okay oh yeah okay um she, and out, she outfish you yes she <laughs> yeah she did i mean she did she fucking outfished me and i mean it, we weren't fishing the same way but it didn't matter she still outfished me and she was so loose she's so fucking loose just just it's beautiful it's fun i'm nice to be here with you and just you know just like we were saying just total experience yeah type value right and I'm fucking sitting there going, I better catch a fucking king. That's, <laughs> get it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the lady's just like, oh, plop, boom, 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 silver, just like that. So it's like, you know, they're just better. You put the pressure on yourself and she's like, oh, whatever happens, happens. And that's my uh, point. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's, I mean, let's face it, I win with that. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Definitely. That's right. And that's and the I, only way you win, you know. It's the only way. <laughs> and and also getting a chance to, you know, kind of see that 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 smile digging that. Yeah. Digging it. Yeah. So anyway, that's enough of that bullshit. Um so what we're going to talk about today is really it's really apropos cuz we're in the last week in November here in the Big Sky Country. We're having a beautiful beautiful early winter. Um not really a lot of snow where we're at in, you know, southeast Montana. But it's still been beautiful and and what's going to happen here in the next week two weeks is the brown trout spawn on the bighorn river yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's the, in 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 this area that is the biggest whorehouse fishing there is yeah i would agree yeah yeah well what i what do i mean by that what talk to me 
you know i guess in a whorehouse you know there's there's abundance of them you know <laughs> you go in there you know this is the deal you get thousands of brown trout that move into areas of i'll just say the upper river and they're really accessible on foot let alone by drifting and stopping and you know they're on reds and they get the living fuck pounded out of them you know and it's it's when I first got into the sport in the 90s, I mean, I did it. I mean, I, I did it. I mean, I, a local guide, a local outfitter, he, he cured me fast on fish and eggs. Fast. You know, I went into a local fly shop back in the day, Rainbow Run. And, you know, hey, you know, what, what should I do? Go to the horn and, you know, fish these eggs, fish these worms. I'm like, fuck, okay. I don't know what the fuck I was doing catch trout and I go up there and holy shit god damn think you're fucking good that's how easy it is get yeah. what I'm saying yeah yeah 100%. I mean that's how yeah. easy it is and you know when I went up there for that two three four week run December-ish on the bighorn fishing that you know that that ham and eggs whatever they call it which is a chartreuse orange egg and standard chenille san juan worm dropper and drifting that shit in 15 18 inches of water right yeah i went to work one night after having one of these great days and again this is back in the 90s and a, a friend of mine a local outfitter named jeremy gilbertson who's just a badass guide outfitter been doing it a long time on the horn I showed him all these pictures of all these spawning fucking big, beautiful brown trout. And of course, in every one of them, there's a fucking chartreuse egg sticking in its grill, right? And he looks at me, just kind of deadpans it. And I'm expecting him to think, oh, God, fuck, good job. Good job, Richie. Good yet. The dude's like looking at it and he says, you know, what's that? I'm like, well, that's an egg. He's like, you're fishing spawning beds for spawning brown trout. You didn't do dick. Yeah, yeah, you didn't do anything special. And just like that, my hard dick went wow, just like that. And that right there, that that forever personally cured me of fish and eggs, especially on the horn up there at this time. And on beds. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. just to, just totally. I mean, yeah. just, just just totally. But 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 the, I'm bringing this up is because for a long time in this area, there's an absolute straight up culture of hero fishing. And that's because, you know, these people that go up there and fish eggs, they they think they're a fucking hero. You know, and that's really kind of what it is. It's hero season on the horn. And the population on the horn in the last five to seven years has no doubt dropped. Yeah. A couple, yeah, couple of huge high water years, some shitty fucking management by you know bureau of reclamation yeah we don't even know what this high water is you know what do you well that would just ended yeah know, that was well, I, high, well so. it probably fucked up the rainbow spawn again or yeah. something like that but but the point is is that you know that fishery has dropped as far as numbers so they haven't made any effort whatsoever to to bolster those numbers other than of course let nature take its course which is what they should do yeah yeah but it's interesting to me how you know what I just referenced as far as accessibility and pounding these fish in the shallow water. Fuck, there's there they don't give a fuck. I mean for you know, fishing game don't give a fuck. No, they don't. They don't. I think the guides do a good job at 
<clears throat> kind of holding people accountable out there. Yeah, but, but there's no, but there's no December. December. There's no, no one's December. Out there. Yeah, there's no, no December one's out guy. There, mm-hmm. You know, so not really. In the so, springtime, it's different. You it, know? It's you'll definitely if you're on the horn in the spring and you got some dude posting up on a rainbow bed. Yeah, you're going to get some yeah. harsh fucking cat calls from a guy, no yeah. doubt. But my point is, is that it's it's not regulated, and yeah. fit Montana fishing game don't care. And you know, there's been some concerns about brown trout in Montana. I think what the big hole had some real decrease in numbers, so there's there's concern. It's just it's interesting to me how, and I I got to clarify here, I'm a retailer in the industry, and I sell eggs, motherfucker. that's right that's right i don't sell trout beads i don't sell trout beads i wouldn't do that at least at this point (laughs) kidding um but i sell eggs because the way i'm coming off right now is less arrogance than just sport minded fly angler that's kind of the deal just like when jeremy called me out for really not doing anything back in the day right and if you don't know you don't know some people just don't know but but then they they have to learn and then you know he taught me in two seconds yeah that's right so so from a sports standpoint i'm not going to go fucking do that now you know am i you know am i mr peer here hell no if i was floating that baby doing my streamer thing throwing my buggers pow 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 i'm going to put that shit on plenty of reds probably and i'm going to probably draw plenty of brown trout off of their areas so it isn't it isn't that as much as it is just that guy that that sits there and works that area all fucking day because yeah. you know the story they're not pulling fish off of those areas you're not going to spook the other ones to leave that area they're not fucking no they're not leaving no, and so that's right they're focused on spawning they're spawning <laughs> just like we are yeah yeah just like we are that's right so, so I guess the, the point of this this podcast is, I mean, is this ethical? And of course, I say it is not. I would agree with you. They, you know, it, you know, with the numbers the way they are, they they should they should probably shut that fishery down for the month of December, at least in that upper three miles. I mean, I'm not into closing fisheries, but Montana does a pretty good job of recognizing issues, especially with water temperatures. And curbing the number of anglers out on the water because of hoot owl and other, you know, full closures. Yeah. So it's interesting to me that you got a fishery like the bighorn that's had a, a decrease in numbers. However, the decrease in numbers is they're fucking big, aren't they? Yeah, those, the average size fish went went up. They're big. Yeah. Nice fish on the bighorn. So, you know, that's that's a value and instead of six thousand per mile. 2500 per mile or 2000 or whatever they you know i heard when it when it first plummeted when it really dropped about five seasons ago you got down to like something like you know supposedly 16 to 1800 per mile which is not a lot of fish Uh but they're big so you want to catch a two-foot fish right now with an egg in 18 inches of water now's the fucking time you know basically no (laughs) no and and, well and here you know here, here here it is you know here you know Let's face it, you know, if, if you go into if you go into a cat house, and you know what I mean, okay, if you go into a cat house, you're gonna get something, but do not think you're a fucking Romeo. That's a good way to put it. It's true. <laughs> I mean it. you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. But don't think you're a Romeo. And that's what that's what hero fishing on the big horn in December is. Is it's 
it's it's guys thinking they're a fucking Romeo. I don't see how you, why you don't want to throw a streamer anyways. Well, because those the, <coughs> that type of fishing and that kind of focus on that time of the year there. I mean, I literally know guys that come in like clockwork every December. Or they'll call and they'll say, hey, Rich, are the browns on the beds up on the bighorn? I mean, like, like that's their, that's literally their fucking singular focus is are these fish spawning and they are clueless. And, you know, hey, Mr. Retailer, you know, I'm long past giving somebody the fucking rub on, you know, what's right and wrong. They don't fucking care what I think. Yeah. Right? And, you know, if, if Fish and Game doesn't care, why should I care? That's true. That's true. I mean, really, you know, yeah. if they don't care, I mean, it's, you know, who am I? You know, I did it that first season or two back in the day until somebody set me straight. And that's kind of what this is, is it's just kind of a, from a, a sportsman's perspective. And I, I, I emphasize that because personally, I'm not in it to just rack up, rack up, rack up trout. You know, you go through that stage. Yeah. And now you have your way, you have your ethics, you have your style, all of it. And I just don't think fishing a double egg pad set up on the horn in December is really fucking ethical. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That's, yeah. And, you know, like, it sounds like some people know, right? They're here every December. So they've had to have had an encounter where someone told them, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah, sure. I mean, the the thing is, is that I'll, 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 so when I used to actively fish the bighorn and wade the bighorn in the winter, and I really don't do it anymore, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of gravitated towards this wanting to fish saltwater in the winter and get my days in that way. And I, God damn, I used to be a tough motherfucker when it comes to fishing in the cold. And I am just not anymore. Doesn't mean I won't do it. But the whole, yeah, it's eight above, putting in at three mile. But, you know, breaking ice off our guides till oh, one, one thirty, two o'clock, maybe till we get out at three. That's the worst thing about it is, you know, is your, guy, your guys icing up. Oh, man, pound, pound, pound. You know, goddamn, my fingertips are sore. You know, I mean, it just, I, you know, I literally got my own, one and only case of legit frostbite on a few fingertips by fishing the horn a while ago. And it just, I don't fish for trout as much in the winter as I used to. But the point is, is that you know how well it fishes in the winter. Yeah, yeah, definitely right and and that means even if it's eight above so the bighorn continues to be a world-class blue ribbon fishery i guess the point of a lot of this is is just give it a break in december don't buy eggs from me right don't buy any fucking eggs from me and i mean that rarely will i say don't buy something yeah and i think uh <laughs> i th i think that uh Especially in the spring, they're taking these orange scuds and pink scuds as eggs. Oh, you mother! So, yeah, of course. That that's a yeah. I mean, that, and I love that. That's a that's a good comment because you know how you can get away with you can get a, around all of my arrogance, right? And all of my holier than thou advice because that's kind of what I'm giving here. Just fish a fucking orange scud. You can say it's a scud. There's a bunch of scuds in the river. And they'll eat it as a fucking egg. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't sit on a bed with it. Just don't sit on a bed with it. Move move down 10 feet and then back up 10 feet for four hours. <laughs> that, <laughs> well, that's what it is. And that's what we're talking about here, right? In, in the springtime, guides on the horn, man, they fuck like eggs and beads are like, that's common now, right? 
There are some that do it. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, God, I, I, holy shnikes. I mean, I, 12, 15 years ago when beads just kind of started to be getting into trout as opposed to just the Alaska <laughs> thing. And if for the audience of 10 that doesn't know this, but a bead is a plastic bead run through your tippet, your leader, and then it is pegged, which means it is secured on your leader so it doesn't slide up or down. And then the angler ties off a bare hook, an inch or two, two and a half inches, whatever, below the bead. And then that is a absolutely fucking lethal egg combination. I mean, it works so good, it's not even funny, right? Yeah, yeah. You know that from experience. Have you have you pegged to be professionally? I pegged the the squirmy worms, but I don't. I don't. I, peg I, the I don't even, I'm not even gonna fucking get into that. I don't but peg I, the beads. But you know, I, I have clients come on my boat, and they're like, "Yeah, well, yesterday, they, you know, they're with a different angler. We were we were throwing, you know, we were throwing egg patterns, and I'd be like, hey, well, you know, we'll throw an orange scut on, you know.'" <laughs> you know, I, I I took a trip down to the plat. It was a great trip. It was a complimentary guided trip with a competent guy. Competent guy, and I'm fuck. I'm happy as shit. I go down there and the dude's got my my setup and I'm like I want to fish streamers. He's like no, let's nymph today and he's got three flies set up on this rig. He's got a fucking paid bead, a squirmy wormy, and another paid bead. That's his three fly setup to fish in the winter on the plat. And I'm like motherfucker, that is not happening. I'm not going to do that. And and. On the bighorn, what percentage of setups in April or May are beads or eggs? I don't know. You don't know. I you don't even want of, to say. Don't, you don't even want to say. I don't know. I think a lot of people are throwing, like I said, throwing scuds though, and they're taking that as egg. Absolutely. And, and that I was kind of my majority, point. I think that's, yeah, majority, that's my point. But yeah. it, it, it's interesting because here I am talking about protecting the horn when it comes to the brown spawn in December, whereas there's an active working group of guides on that fishery in april may june or may june whatever the, the rainbow run is there um and it's just it's interesting to me that that a guide would just you know would, would go to that you know and and because you know you're responsible for getting clients on fish no doubt but the difference with with the bighorn in december as opposed to spring is is a lot of times water level water can be bigger in may it can be bigger in june right yeah and in december right now it's so fucking easy to do what i'm talking about that adds to the to the rub to me on why this is a no-no yeah just sight fishing and you know <laughs> shooting fish in a barrel that you know sight fishing them with eggs <clears throat> yeah yeah, yeah wow that's, i mean not not, not I'm, you i'm just saying that huh? that's what the unethical people are doing you know all right. Well, that's going to conclude the first part of, you know, fishing the bighorn in December. Thank you very much, and we'll be back with part two shortly.